2nd of August. Breathe. Posted 4th of August. 2022. Poor Ben spends all of this episode unconscious, and in fact most of it not even breathing, and I have lots to say about Callum. As Ben lies in the same position we left him in the previous episode, the Beale House is still at dinner, and Lexi is refusing to come downstairs, upset that Ben hasn't showed and feeling bad about their exchange at the dance studio. There's a knock on the door and Bobby rushes to answer it. They all hold their breath hoping that it's Ben, but it turns out to be Jay and Callum. Turns out they're looking for Ben too, as Jay explains he's going to be moving in with Callum for a bit, making it clear as he did to Callum that it's just until Ben is back. Not sure what the rest of them thought of that, but Callum actually tuts at him in annoyance. He doesn't argue though, just skims over it and sets down the hold all he's carrying, which has some of Ben's things in it. It's sad to have Ben's things moving back and forth and reflects Ben's own aimlessness. Kathy tells them she'll let Ben know, but she then can't help but express her frustration and concern over Ben's absence and his recent behaviour, rolling in late the night before. Leave it to Rocky to overstep and reveal that he turned up with a random guy in front of Callum. There's an awkward silence as Kathy glares at him and Callum looks very uncomfortable. He puts on a brave face, brushing it off, but I think it especially stings after Jay's words about Ben just needing time and that he and Jay and Lexi mean the world to Ben. To Callum, it looks like Ben's moving on and having fun as he shirks his responsibilities. It's not the Ben he knows, but in his opinion, the Ben he knows wouldn't cheat on him either. So because of that, he's not trusting any of his instincts, because he thinks they're wrong and based on the Ben he thought he knew. Lex comes down then, and Callum is upbeat when he sees her, asking her how her tap exam went. The fact that he knew it was tap was definitely used as a contrast to Ben forgetting. However, she's nowhere near as excited as she was earlier telling Callum and Jay that she passed with merit in a little dejected voice and ignoring Jay's request for a high five. She also rejects her dinner and announces she wants her phone and as soon as she picks it up she notices a message from her dad. She plays it out loud so they can all hear and it's obviously the message we saw Ben leaving her previously. He sounds dazed and out of breath and not well at all, which Lexi comments on when it's finished. I'm pretty sure they're all concerned but Lola tries to assure Lexi that he just sounds like he's out of breath because he's rushing to see her. The problem is, though, that if he was only a minute away, where is he? Kathy offers what she knows about Ben talking about going to a party and not knowing who he's hanging around with, but that he's not himself. She then mentions him being on something last week, and that's Lola's cue to usher Lexi away to the TV. I know Kathy's worried, but she was telling Peter off for referencing drugs in front of Lexi not that long ago. Still, that clues both Callum and Jay into the drugs and the party, and with Kathy hoping it was a one-off, it implies that she's worried it's not. Jay offers to go look for him, and Callum agrees instinctively, with Kathy insisting she's coming as well. Things must be sinking in for Callum as they walk through the square, because as Jay bangs on the arch's door, he seems to decide that he shouldn't be looking for Ben. None of them should, because Ben's probably just out enjoying his new single-party lifestyle and not thinking about them. It's almost like a direct response to Jay's comment about them meaning the world to Ben. From what Callum sees, he's decided that Ben doesn't care about any of them. He refuses to go with Jay to the allotments, vowing that he's done worrying about Ben and that he's going to go for a drink with Stuart because he's the one who needs Callum right now. And sure enough, as soon as he says that, he spots Ben's lifeless body across the way and is rushing over instantly because, who'd have thought it, it actually is Ben who needs him. Right away he's checking for signs of breathing as Jay, then Kathy, rush over too. Then the CPR gets going as Callum begs for Ben to breathe. It's not a particularly effective CPR technique, but doing it for real would likely break Max's ribs, so we'll overlook it. I also thought it was a nice touch for Jay to refer to Ben as his brother on the 999 call. Kathy's distraught, and you can see that Callum is too. One may argue that Callum, as a police officer trained in first aid, 
would be performing CPR on anyone he found not breathing, and that's probably true. However, he doesn't just leave at that point. We see him still there as Phil is alerted to the situation. We see him looking very upset as the paramedics start shocking Ben on the ground to try and get him going again. There's a bit of a crowd round the scene, and Zach walks past the commotion and sees what's going on too. When they finally get Ben back, the hospital is mentioned as a matter of urgency, and Callum follows Kathy and Jay with no hesitation at all. That's his instinct. Next we have a couple of touch-and-go scenes at the hospital, with Ben being rushed in and Phil following him. The paramedics say he's 27 years old, which is Max's age, but Ben is only 26. But my headcanon for that is that Phil gave them the wrong age in the ambulance because time is all messed up from him due to prison. Or he's just bad with ages, like my dad. There's a few mentions of Ben being found by a bystander and being given CPR on scene, which seems like it's important. Callum may have actually saved his life. Callum, Jay and Kathy soon arrive in a panic, and the doctor on scene apparently jinxes it when she assures them that Ben is doing okay because the monitors start beeping again and they have to start the shocking once more. The other doctor declares that he's gone back into VF, a heart movement that leads to cardiac arrest. And they all watch on in horror as they try again to bring Ben back round. Phil's telling Kathy to calm down initially, but then he soon panics himself, and in the next scene we learn he was actually kicked out in the end. While news of Ben's collapse spreads in Peggy's to Sam and also Suki, with Jack being the source, naturally, busybody. Sam makes her way to the hospital to find Phil trying to get back in to see Ben. She denies to Phil's face that Ben's been buying any drugs from the club, insisting that whatever's happening has got nothing to do with her or the club. She goes on to convince the hospital security guard to let them through, and they return to Ben's side. He's stable. Jay seems to have gone by this point, but Callum and Kathy are still there watching over him. Callum stays even after Ben's stable, going for a coffee with Kathy as they wait for Ben to be transferred to a ward. Sam sits with Phil in the waiting room and tries to encourage him to talk to her. And he does. He references Paul's death and the fact that he'd been identified as Ben at first. Sam possibly met Paul when he was with Ben at Peggy's Wake in 2016, and how he felt thinking that Ben was dead. This, of course, is to amp up Sam's own guilt regarding her role in Ben's drug-taking, as Phil guesses that drugs are to blame for Ben's current condition. He regrets not speaking to Ben about it the week before, but like Kathy, hoped it had been a one-off. Sam, who has nothing else to go on, talks about how hard breakups are. But Phil tells her that it's not just that, because he knows. He knew when Ben was denying it before, and he certainly knows it now. Sam seeks the Phil Mitchell seal of approval just as Ben does, so when Phil talks about putting her name up at Peggy's, it gives her great satisfaction, and even more to lose if Phil finds out about her allowing drugs on the premises. She also has to hope that Ben is going to be alright. When they're finally able to see Ben again, he's in hospital gear with a breathing tube as the doctor explains to them what happened, which is that Ben overdosed on GBL. When Callum hears that, it guts him, because he knows from hearing about it at work that it's a chem, typically used to lower inhibitions for sex. From that, Callum figures out that it was a chemsex party Ben was at, bringing back those feelings of hurt and anger that he wasn't enough for Ben, that Ben didn't want their life together. It's so crucial that he doesn't know that Ben chose them in the midst of a moment of weakness, because without that, all he sees is Ben continuing this fun single life, even starting to experiment with things he might not have done before, because he can now that he's free of the responsibilities and shackles of marriage. It reminds Callum of his earlier resolve not to care about Ben anymore, while Ben seemingly wasn't bothered about him. Sam panics as the doctor mentions needing to inform the police so they can find out who supplied Ben with the drug, and soon Callum needs some air as well. But look at Phil calling out after him. The Balam stand just jumped out. 
However, Cathy takes his insistence that Callum come back as him avoiding the real issue at hand, which isn't the split from Callum, it's the rape. That's the cause for the split and the loss of everything else around him, and the need to forget being so strong that he nearly went past the point of no return. Cathy despairs at Phil's easy acceptance of Ben's denial, laying into him for never accepting who Ben is. Which I found interesting, because back when she first returned from the dead, she was trying to convince Ben that Phil did accept him. Over time, though, I think she's come to realise that it doesn't help to play down Ben's trauma relating to the fact that she left him to grow up with Phil and without her. Growth. We love to see it. Phil takes in what Cathy says about the reasons Ben felt he couldn't open up to him, and leaves the ward to confront Callum, who's still there angsting outside. Phil tries to convince him to go back in, that Ben would want him in there. But Callum doesn't believe that. He points out that Ben's going to chemsex parties and getting off his nut with a load of strangers, buying into the image that Ben wanted to portray about getting off with loads of people. It doesn't cross his mind at all that the drug taking is to block out something awful and not strictly to have some fun. He doesn't have the clarity that Phil and Cathy do about Ben's behaviour and is also clouded by anger. Anger that this doesn't square at all with the Ben that he knew. Frustration that Ben would take such risks when he's got people who care about him. He feels like buying into that makes him a mug. All of it building on the fundamental lie that he isn't enough for Ben. Yes, he leaves, but he feels silly for staying any longer, for caring, when the evidence appears to suggest that Ben doesn't. When Phil tells him that Ben needs him, that Callum can help him, Callum responds that he can't save Ben, which is a real problem for Callum. He doesn't just want to help, he wants to fix. And if he can't fix, then he wants to pretend that he has. And if he can't pretend, we get this situation. I love Callum, but his flaws, flaws that make him a three-dimensional character, might I add, have never been so apparent, and it makes me wonder if there's going to be an explicit acknowledgement of this at some point. He doesn't see the Ben that he loves, essentially, so he doesn't see the point in sticking around. His heart had kept him at the hospital for a good while, actually, but his head then told him that he shouldn't be there. Personally, I thought it was an understandable reaction, and a human one. Later, Zack is unnerved by the state he saw Ben in, and the state his loved ones were in, including Callum, and admits to Sharon why he's feeling particularly uneasy, which Sharon soon feeds to Phil as he's back at the Mitchell house collecting things for Ben. Maybe he left some things there when he stayed with Phil that one night? Anyway... The Duff Duff is Phil discovering that Sam's been allowing drugs in the club and Ben's been getting drugs from those dealers. Oof, she is in trouble. 